Hey, before we get started with today's episode, I just want to quickly let you know that if you DM me the word audit on Instagram, that's at Ken Westgar, we'll do a quick 15-minute audit of your launch. And by the end of the audit, you'll know exactly where to put your focus in order to grow and scale your next launch. So like I said, DM me the word audit on Instagram, and I'll talk to you soon. This is the Omegaum Launching Podcast, and on today's episode, I'm talking to Mikhail about how we can best manage stress during a launch. And you know what? It's easier than you think. So stay tuned. Okay, so one quick note before we get into today's episode. Now, we all know creating content takes time, but it will be more effective if you already have mapped out your entire launch so that you know exactly what needs to be done, by when, and by who. Now, if you want to have a stress-free launch, all you have to do is sign up for my free Map Out Your Launch mini course so that you'll have a solid launch plan for your next launch. Now, you'll find the link in the show notes or you can go to www.kenwestgar.com forward slash launch plan. Have you launched your online course with great success? Or maybe you launched totally tank and you just want to curl up and cry. Well, it really doesn't matter. Hi, my name is Ken Westgar, and I'll help online course creators and membership site owners creating the most fun and profitable launches without having to go it alone. In this podcast, we talk about all kinds of launches. You'll get tons of valuable insights and fun stories that highlights the dramatic ups, downs, failures, and success that comes from being in launch mode. This is the Oh My God, I'm Launching podcast. All right, welcome to the Oh My God, I'm Launching podcast. I'm your host, Ken Wesker, and I have a guest with me today as well. And her name is Mikhail Sigal. Welcome, Mikhail. Hi, thank you. Pleasure to be here. Coming on. Yeah. Um, We are going to talk about how to manage stress, stress, Mm -hmm. stress in a launch. Mm -hmm. And um, that's a huge thing. It is. Because (laughs) when we launch, we are stressed. There's no doubt about it. But obviously, there's ways of managing that stress so it doesn't get yeah it doesn't affect us as mm-hmm. much i guess you can say mm-hmm. so that's going to be interesting and i know a lot of people are going to find that interesting for mm-hmm. sure but before we get into that why don't you just share a little bit about you you know who you are who you help and how you help people okay well thanks yes yeah, so my name is Mikhail siegel i'm a physician and health and life coach um, i'm based out of canada but i um, work with people all around the world and um yeah, my my goal is just to really help anyone who wants some um, help with sort of managing their overall health, so their mind, body, soul, to sort of um, create the best life that they want. And um, I enable them to kind of, you know, set themselves up so they are able to create the the life they want. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Uh- yeah, stress. I mean, it's not just with launches. Mm-hmm. We, you know, we have stress all over in our lives. Yes. Um, is there? Would you say that you know the stress that we experience in the launch is mm-hmm. kind of the same way that we experience stress other parts of our lives? Oh, definitely. I mean, I think that you know the studies show for sure, like um, you know, physical, mental stress. It all kind of plays itself out the same way in the body, and um, you know, it's a lot of it has to do with our mind and how we perceive things. Um, so that's mm-hmm. sort of the first step is kind of managing our mind, but definitely, um, you know, the, the process of stress in the body, what actually occurs with the release of the stress hormones, cortisol and adrenaline being the main ones. Um, but certainly there's lots of other hormones that come into play. Um, 
they can be released with any kind of perceived stress. So um, even mm-hmm. imaginary stresses, you know, it's so um, it's amazing. So, so what's that? Yeah. <laughs> imaginary stress. Yeah. Well, just, you know, things that are not um, not even real. Right. But the, your, your mind okay. thinks it's real. Mm-hmm. So as soon as you sort of believe there to be a stress um, and you experience that in your body, the, you know, the chemicals, the neurochemicals, they all get released and you get sort of the downstream effects of that in your body all, all over mm-hmm. um, and all the organs um, everywhere. So, you know, the stress of um, a launch, which is certainly a real stress, um, definitely will produce the same effects on the body if you're not kind of aware of it and trying trying to take steps to mitigate it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I've seen a lot of people talk about, you know, that some people manage or I won't say manage to stress better or worse, but handle it better, I guess. Right. Um, some are just really good at just handling stressful situations or whatever, and some people just cannot deal exactly. with it at all. Yeah. Why is that? Yeah, and that's an area that I'm really interested in. I work with people a lot, and it's resilience and finding ways to build your resilience. So certainly there is like a genetic component to that. So some people just Mm -hmm. their set point is a bit higher in terms of resilience. But there's there have been, you know, people are looking at, so what makes a person more resilient to stress and able to handle it and bounce back better? And there's a a number of different factors that come into play. Um, Again, part of it is... um, um, your childhood and what's happened in your life. So they've looked, they've done studies mm-hmm. to look at, um, you know, they've looked at different people and their level of resilience. And what they found is that actually um, having a stress-free life doesn't make you more resilient. You actually, you need a certain amount of sort of setbacks in your life as a child. Right. Um, and um, because you need to be able to see that you can kind of recover from that and you need to learn from that. Um, so you want a certain amount of setbacks, but you don't want those setbacks to be too severe, too huge. Um, so mm-hmm. there's kind of a fine line. So the people, the kids that had like a, you know, a stress-free life and then the kids that were, had tons and tons of hardships, um, those also, you know, those were sort of on the opposite ends, but the kids that had a little bit of hardship in their, in their life and were able to kind of learn from it, those were the kids that they found kind of were more resilient growing up. Um, Mm -hmm. so that's, that's a part of it. But then, um, as adults, of course, um, we can learn tools, you know, the studies, the the good part is that studies have shown that you can, as an adult, learn tools to increase your resilience. Um, and, um, so, you know, it's not all based on your genetics and what you experienced as a child. You can actually teach yourself to become more resilient as you, as you, as an adult. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, especially the childhood part is something that I thought would probably be, be affecting us in some kind of way. Oh, and yeah. uh, and it, it sounds kind of like if, you know, if you expose kids to certain bacteria or make sure that they, you know, not completely sanitized all the time, you know, because mm-hmm. that would actually make them more sick when something actually hit them. Mm-hmm. So this is basically the same thing, just in a different scenario. Yeah, I guess so. That's one way to look at it. But yeah, <laughs> I mean, you, you do need, um, you do need to um, learn. And that's, you know, that's actually one part of even as an adult um, is developing your growth mindset. So finding 
ways to learn from failure rather than sort of seeing failure as just um, a black and white thing. Oh, I failed. I can't do this. But actually reframing things in your mind and saying, well, what, what did I learn from this? And actually it's good to fail in a way because it, it creates a learning opportunity. It allows you to kind of grow and develop your skills. And that's, um, so that's, that's a big part of it is sort of adapting um, that growth mindset and learning from any little failure that you may have um, Mm -hmm. and sort of seeing um, new experiences as a way to improve your knowledge and your skills. Yeah, exactly. Um, And, you know, learning that as a kid already, that would be a good thing to kind of just learn to see things as a lesson. What can I learn from this instead of, you know, beating them up. So exactly because something didn't kind of work out the way you wanted to. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely learned that, especially reframe part, kind of just, you know, stop, think, what is this trying to teach me? You know, that has helped me a lot in the Mm -hmm. adult life in the past couple of years. And honestly, that was not something that I even didn't, didn't even consider before, but it's, it's huge when you actually kind of really can start looking for the lessons, but sometimes it can be really hard though. Yeah. So what have you done to try to improve your growth mindset? In terms of looking for the lessons, um, Mm -hmm. I would just say that, you know, every time something happens and you feel like it's happening to you, obviously, Mm -hmm. um, you're trying to think, okay, why is this? Oh, what is this trying to teach me? Because there's something here that I'm missing that I'm not seeing right now. So then you kind of got to start thinking about what it is that you need to think about. And I had one episode that I could not for life of me explain why this was happening okay. and what, what's, what was the lesson. Yeah. So we, in, in order, we changed the winter tires. Uh, when yeah. winter comes in, we do I that did too. that. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then I was going to fill up a little bit of air into one of the tires because it was kind of flat. Yeah. So, as I was doing that, the valve that you fill up the air with yeah. kind of snapped and all the air just flat out. Oh, Everything gosh. was out. Okay. So I had a flat tire. Right. <laughs> so it's like, oh, why? Yeah. Why, why, why? Why is this happening? <laughs> like, what? what is the lesson here? I can't see the lesson. Right. But, it, you know, after a couple of days when I turned in the tire to a dealership to mm-hmm. fix it, he told me that the valve that I had was of um, aluminum and it they break easily. Yeah. So you need to be careful when you filling up the tires with these mm. like, ah, oh, mm. so there was the lesson, mm. right. <laughs> but it took actually, a while. But it, it was actually there. matters what the valve is made out of. <laughs> <laughs> it actually does. Who knew? So yeah, yeah, that was definitely an interesting way of looking at it and mm-hmm. looking for that lesson. And it shows that it kind of helps to just, mm-hmm. even if you don't see it right away, it can yes. help you down the way. Yeah. yeah, that's an awesome example. Yeah. Yeah. So, but back to launches and stress, um, why are launches so stressful? Why do we think that, you know, we need to stress mm-hmm. ourselves up about it? Mm-hmm. That's a very good question. I guess if we knew the answer to that, then we could. <laughs> Nobody would be stressed, right? <laughs> Nobody would stress. Yeah. But I think, I mean, you know, the answer might be different for every person. It might be more of a personal yeah. answer, but um, Certainly, there's lots of expectations tied into the launch, um, I'm sure, mm. for most people. And and it's also a lot of work. So um, managing your time and your expectations, I'm sure, are kind of more of a universal thing for people. And then whether mm. or not um, you have other people you're managing to help you with the launch, 
um, that certainly, you know, plays into it as well. You know, there's, there's lots of things, reasons why people can get stressed during a launch, but the, the, the main goal is, I, I think the main thing is making sure that, um, that you set yourself up in terms of your mind and your body and your soul. And if you get yourself mm. set up, then you can at least when the unexpected comes on, you, you're, you're sort of at a, at a place within yourself that you can kind of, you know, manage it better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The goal is not perfection in any of this. It's just sort of, you know, trying to, trying to mitigate any huge disasters in your, you know, within, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're hoping that we won't have any huge disasters. After yeah. Oh, so, but you, you have a, a framework for how people can deal with stress. Is that, um, yeah, well, because I do, um, as I mentioned before, I do work with a lot of people in terms of um, helping them to ma- manage their stress and get them set mm-hmm. up so that they can um, build their resilience. Because a lot of people are kind of right. looking for that, especially in these times, right? I mean, it's um, it's been a hard couple Absolutely. of years for people. And um, so in that frame too, but it definitely in terms of... Um, you know, going into your launch to make sure that you're as grounded as possible. Um, and your sort of resilience tools are all there for you. If you need them would be very helpful. So, um, usually, like I said, you, you kind of want to deal with your mind first and foremost. So sort of tapping into that growth mindset. Um, you know, a lot of studies also have shown sort of trying to, um, switch, your thinking to more optimistic thinking. And, and, Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, some people find it helpful to write down their thoughts and kind of analyze them and especially the negative thoughts, trying to switch, switch them over to more, um, more positive way or just shifting it a little. So it's not so negative, trying to find pieces of something, as you said, like with your tire, story like just Mm -hmm. trying to find the little pieces of positive in the story not to say that you know obviously getting a flat tire is not a fun experience (laughs) it's not fun (laughs) no absolutely but still i know the next time i will not be so hard on the valve i will try to be careful so obviously yeah something came out of it yeah yeah so um and then i think you know so that's one piece of it. And then, um, and I, this might be a piece that some people, especially during a launch kind of forget about is like taking care of your body. So eating mm-hmm. the foods that really nourish you and that give you energy. Cause, um, you know, being under all that stress during the launch is, it takes a lot out on your body and you want your body to yeah. be set up as, as, as well as it possibly could. Um, so making sure you're um, not eating any kind of foods that are highly processed or that are going to cause inflammation in your body. Um, That really affects your mind and how you manage stress more than people, I think, really want to acknowledge or that um, people consider sometimes. Um, So if you're going to launch, just making sure you have healthy foods around, um, and trying to avoid, you know, unhealthy fats and lots of processed or sugary foods. And yeah, then it's easy to kind of go for that quick snack or exactly. you know something fast food, junk food, whatever. Exactly. Because exactly. you don't feel like you had time, you don't have the energy to do it. Exactly. Or yeah. Yeah. 
And same with sleep, right? Because I guess, um, mm-hmm. as we said, like time, managing time is probably a huge factor that people um, are, are dealing with during a launch and Absolutely. not making sleep a priority is, is probably not helping this does not help the situation <laughs> definitely doesn't help the situation yeah. right so i think uh, we could definitely paint the scenario there you know sitting mm-hmm. up 2 a.m still working on webinar slide decks or emails or whatever and uh, trying mm-hmm. to finish up everything before exactly launch. and okay i mean even i mean the studies have shown even just with one night of less than sort of six hours sleep your concentration your mood it all is affected like hugely Mm -hmm. so you think oh if i'm only doing this for two nights i can get by but you're actually doing yourself a big disservice especially if you're trying to set up a webinar or something where you you want to be on and you want to be your best self um doing that on less than six hours of sleep is is really not not going to be able to create that picture of yourself that you want so yeah um you know that that may be yeah 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 i'm just thinking you know when you're in a launch, you definitely want to, you know, have, <clears throat> sorry, you want to have that energy and you want to really show up with the um, full amount of energy that you possibly can have. And like I said, if you're just missing a couple hours of sleep mm-hmm. in a couple of days, then, you know, yeah, you're not going to show up in the same way that you could have mm-hmm. if you actually managed to put in enough sleep. Yeah, and probably people at the, you know when they're in that scenario, they may not um, recognize how much that will actually really affect your launch. So again, mm-hmm. sort of being mindful when you're kind of setting things up for your launch, just trying to make sure you make sleep a priority. And um, because yeah, as I said, the studies are very clear that even one night of very poor sleep really affects your focus, your concentration, all that stuff that you you really need and want during a launch, mm, right? Absolutely. Is there anything else in your framework that you... Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, there's there's tons of um, things, you know, tools that we, we kind of go through. But um, I think, you know, sort of in terms of taking care of your body, your sleep, and then, and then movement exercise is the other part, piece of it. So um, spending, you know, 18 hours sitting at your desk computer again, is not, is not a way to kind of nourish your body and get yourself set up. And it's your body and your mind too, right? Your mind needs that mm-hmm. movement and needs that, um, needs that exercise to, um, to get your creative juices going, you know, your creativity, all that stuff. So, um, again, building that time into your launch, um, to move, even just to go for like a 10 minute walk. I, that's what I end up doing when I'm spending, a lot of time on my computer, I'll just take 10 minute breaks and just walk around the block a few times. And I find it just, mm-hmm. it's, it's hugely beneficial to sort of the way yeah. I'm thinking and, and overall in your body that, you know, um, again, the studies have shown, I, I mean, most people know that exercise is good for you and there's lots of benefits to it in terms of, yeah. you know, building muscle and um, get your, getting your metabolism um, you know, dealing with sugars and all the rest of it. But it, it actually, there's there have been studies that they've looked at the opposite where um, what does it look like if you don't exercise? And that um, was quite surprising. Like, so it's not just that ben- exercise is beneficial, but the lack of exercise causes um, huge um, downsides to the body and can lead to um, 
lots of health, like, you know, health um, problems down the road. So um, mm-hmm. you, you do want to kind of keep moving your body um, every couple hours, at least every hour, if possible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But in terms of... Well, throat, again, sorry. I was just gonna say in terms of like, if we're talking about for a launch in terms of your creativity and your, your mental focus, you really need those breaks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was just going to say that, um, we're not talking about, you know, running a marathon here or going on a strict diet or, you know, make sure that you get 10 hours of sleep every single day right. or something like that way. We're talking small changes exactly. to make sure that you, you know, stay up to the challenge of doing a launch. Exactly. So, just simple, small yeah. tweaks. Simple tweaks, small tweaks. That's exactly right. Yeah, and we're not we're not talking extreme, extreme as you said. Nothing to the extreme. It's just want to make small changes and just and just be mindful of it. So, like I mm-hmm. said, I think you know a lot of people just they don't even think about it, right? They're just kind of yeah. on automatic mode, kind of going through the motions of doing their launch and not really thinking about well, how is my body right now and what does my body need so I can show up as, you know, and do my job, you know, mm-hmm. as optimally as possible. So, yeah, just just thinking about little little changes you can make. Yeah. And it's like you mentioned that, you know, doing the stuff that your body needs will actually help your mind as well. So it's not coincidental that, you know, these two are connected in a exactly. big way. Yeah, hundred percent. And you know, now you know, even our our definition of what the mind is is still unclear. But certainly, we know it's not just the brain. You know, there's there's neural connections with the brain and the gut. There's a huge form of neurons around the gut. There's a bunch of neurons around the heart. So it's all it's not it's all you know. Your body is connected to your brain, um, and you know, so obviously, anything going on in your body is going to affect your your brain. And how you mm-hmm. how you process thoughts and things like that. So you need to really yeah. make sure you take care of your body. So that, in terms of the sort of the resilience um, piece of it, that's you know the body piece, and then the mind. We've kind of talked about a bit, but just kind of optimizing your mindset, finding ways to um, increase your positive emotions too. That's another way that's sort of um, been shown to kind of Im- improve your resilience. Um, mm-hmm. So gratitude, kindness, joy, things like that. Um, that's another sort of piece of it. Yeah. Yeah. I think says, you know, when people do launches, they kind of set these goals for themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a lot of times we don't reach those goals. And right. that is another stress factor. You know, we right. stress out about, oh, no, we're not reaching the goal, the revenue goal, or whatever that goal may be. And we're getting, you know, all emotional about it. And yeah. that could cause a lot of stress, obviously. Yeah. So again, try to using whatever, whatever happened as sort of a lesson and a way to learn so that next time you can do better would be sort of the way to reframe it. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, so a lot of it is sort of mindset stuff and sort of um, just just shifting your beliefs a little bit so that you're able to... Um, to, you know, become resilient and, and deal with any of the stresses that kind of come up during a launch. 
which yeah. can be a lot, yeah. obviously. Yeah, it's, yeah <laughs> I mean, we've, we've brought up a few already, right? Yeah. Yeah. And launching is an emotional roller coaster for sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah. one day you're excited and happy and yeah. you just want to go get it. And the next day you're just super worried and not meeting your goals and stressed out and right. just want to curl up and cry. So right. huge spans yeah. of emotions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, Is there anything else that you feel like could help people through a um, stressful launch? Yeah, I think, I mean, those are the, the main things. Um, I think, um, you know, the other, oh, the other piece of it is sort of social connections too. So mm -hmm. really, um, and I think like, I just wanted to mention that in terms of the launch too, because, um, yeah. you know, maintaining social connections are a huge factor in resilience as well. And so yeah. I don't, you know, some people may kind of really disconnect um, from their social connections if they're really busy during a launch. And that's probably mm -hmm. the time where you want to kind of maintain them the most because you do want to keep those connections and build them and, and use, use your social connections to kind of support you through the stressful launch. Yeah, mm -hmm. because, I mean, it's not healthy staying in the launch, yeah. you know, 24 seven, obviously that's not going to benefit you. So right. just kind of get out, you know, be with friends, family, whatever, yeah. and just not think about the launch, exactly. just kind of disconnect, I guess. Yeah. So, and connecting with friends, connecting with even nature. I mean, there's lots of studies mm -hmm. now and showing how beneficial it is to sort of be in nature, connecting with pets, anything, you know, that kind of, um, will kind of give you that sort of sense of connection um will help you in terms of your resilience in terms of your launch mm -hmm. yeah yeah absolutely just getting getting a hug yeah that can exactly help as well small yeah, things exactly yeah and that helps with you know releasing positive chemicals in the body again that will kind of it's a positive feedback loop sort of mm -hmm. improve your mood and your emotions and allow you to sort of see the bigger picture in life. Yeah. yeah. So this is like, now we're talking, we talked about things that we would do in a launch, but mm -hmm. obviously there's a lot of things happening before a launch as well. Is there, is that any different? Should we think about that any differently or is that um, pretty much the same thing? I think it's the same thing. Although maybe before the launch, you can, you can be a bit more mindful about it because um, things aren't happening as sort of quickly and things aren't changing as quickly. So um, it may be helpful for some people to kind of write out what your intentions are in terms of keeping your stress down, what you're going to do, you know, what, how you're going to, you know, how you're going to treat your diet, how you're like, what your exercise plan is. And you can kind of maybe be a little bit more um, pragmatic about it and probably because there's not as much um, you know, it's a little bit more clear what your day is going to look like pre-launch. Um, so it might be easier to plan. I mean, when you're in the midst of a launch, probably things are happening pretty quickly and changing quite a bit. So at that point, you kind of want to use your reserves um, and what you've learned. But while you're doing the pre-launch, you could probably um, plan things out a little bit more. I don't know. What yeah. are your thoughts on that? Yeah, no, I um, I would totally agree. Um, mm -hmm. And I was thinking about, you know, uh, I've seen some few people when they've launched a course or membership or something like that. And then they say that, you know, we'll be starting at, you know, someday, not immediately after the launch has 
close or anything like that, but mm-hmm. shortly after that. And then, so basically they kind of taken some time off. Okay. And just kind of um, get it back into the group before they yeah. jump into helping or serving the people. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great idea. Like time to just recenter and get your energy back and do the things that kind of give you energy. So, yeah, I think that's, that's a great idea. Just um, whatever it is that you need to kind of, you know, realign yourself and get yourself energized. Yeah. So basically yeah. just think about it all the time and yeah. And then exactly. yeah, maybe schedule, schedule it in as well. Maybe yeah. in the launch I think plan, scheduling just to make sure that you, if you can would be, would be the best. And then, mm-hmm. yeah, using learning the tools as you go. So that when you are in that really stressful period, you have those tools sort of handy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Is there anything that you feel that we left out during this conversation? Um, no, I think we had a nice, a good conversation. I mean, obviously the topic is quite complicated and there's lots more to it. But, yeah, you can um, dig deep, obviously. but Yeah, but I think we got a good idea of sort of a few things to start with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, obviously if people want to dig a little bit deeper, they can reach out to you, obviously. Oh, yeah, so for sure. Yeah. Where can they reach Anytime. out to you and how can they work with you? Um, yeah, the best way to probably reach out to me at this point is just via my website um, at www.mikhailsegalmd.com. I'm also on Instagram, MikhailsegalMD, or on mm-hmm. Facebook. I have a Facebook page. So any of those ways, you can just send me a message and I'd, I'd love to hear from you. Yeah, yeah. I will link up that in the show notes okay, so that thanks, people Ken. have something to click yeah. on. And, um, yeah, I want to say thank you so much for coming yeah, on the show. and uh, really fun and sharing. nice meeting you. Likewise. All right. And thank you to everybody who's been listening this week, and we'll catch up again next week. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Oh My God, I'm Launching podcast. Now, if you like this episode, I would really appreciate if you left a review over on iTunes. And secondly, head on over to Instagram and connect with me at Ken Westgar. That's K-E-N-W-E-S-T-G-A-A-R-D. And drop me a DM and tell me all about your launch. And I'll catch you in the next episode.